0: Good morning, New Hope. I am so thankful to be with you here this morning. I missed you last week, but last week I was with, if you didn't notice, 24 of us were not here. We had an amazing weekend, and we split up, guys and girls, with the youth group. Um, The girls went to Look Up, and the guys went to Awanitas Valley, and we have a little bit of um, testimony, a few people that would like to share a brief bit about their weekend before I get started. Morning, everybody. So, it was me and Chase that went with the boys to Iwanata Valley. Um, so, this is going to sound really awkward, but there were a lot of mover references and the Biggest one was mainly directed at Eli, and it was, he just a boy. <coughs> that was the biggest one between me and Chase with Eli and the rest of the boys. But uh, our uh, our topic was being a man of God, and that was probably the biggest thing for us. And the speaker was a very – Large and in charge kind of guy. He uh, he definitely was more like a James. He liked to step on toes, and he was very upfront and blunt. Uh, I think the boys learned a lot, and I think me and Chase learned just as much as they did. So, uh, but we had a really good weekend with the boys. And uh, who's next? good morning last weekend the youth girls got to go to the look up lodge rooted girls conference it was an amazing experience for all of us girls and to really dive into the lies that the world tells us and the truth god tells us the whole purpose was to know that god is love and that no matter what hardships we face what our friends may think of us and why we can't be good at something we just need to trust the lord and what he has for us and that jesus is proof of why god is love in 1 John 4:10, it says God consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved, he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. I hope that these girls know how much they mean to me and the wonderful memories we have made. I love y'all.
1: <laughs> like Kaylee said, last weekend we got to go to Look Up Lodge and had a wonderful time. We had a lovely speaker, her, from North Greenville that came, and she talked about all the lies of the world and how God shows us the truth in that and what it says in the Bible. I was glad that I was able to talk to the girls through anything that was going on in our lives, and we were able to grow closer together in both God and just together as a group.
0: Thank you all, all of you all, so much for sharing what the Lord revealed to you and what he's done in your life. Um, I'm overwhelmed by the love that these youth have for each other and the wisdom that they have. Watching the middle schoolers open up in discussions and reading their Bibles on their own, I I would see them go off on their own without me even talking about it and um, studying scripture together, all the way to the high school girls who are like the glue for our youth group. They support the younger ones and each other, and they pray with them, they would go on walks with them and just show them what it looks like to be a godly teen girl in this world, Um, that they helped remind the young girls and each other that we are not supposed to be who we want to be, but we're we're gods, and we're supposed to be who God wants us to be. One of our sweet girls that does not attend our church regularly but does come with her wonderful grandmother, Cindy, Mary Grace, chose to change her path in life and decide to follow Christ. She (laughs) just... Just a second. She decided to take the first step that weekend and to commit her life to Christ. I think about my path a lot and how it's kind of like a wedding. We make the first step to be the biggest step. I mean, without that first step, we wouldn't have the path that we chose. We wouldn't have the new path. But deciding to commit to Jesus and to study his scriptures daily, to know what he desires for us and understanding that life will only get harder But better, because God is our leader through it all, is a never-completed task with the greatest daily reward. Just like that, marriage starts after the wedding. Marriage might be a stressful day and it's planned for so long, but the hardest part is after. And the most rewarding part is after. So my challenge after this weekend with all of the youth, my challenge is to all of you church people. To remember your commitment with God if you have made one. Remember the moment when you chose to give your life to Jesus. What changed in your life? Did it change temporarily? Or have you seen that growth in your life ever since? We should be unrecognizable in many ways because we are a new creation when we each decide to follow Jesus. I tell the kids and the youth often that praying a prayer and going under the water is the first step and it is not the only step. If your path stopped at that step or even a couple after, you should not let another day pass. You are missing out on the greatest life that you could ever imagine. And I'm so thankful to get to share these truths in life with all of our young people. And our only announcement this morning, besides we have a great youth that you already knew, is that we have a cornhole tournament and chili cook-off coming up in December. So please grab one of these and it gives you all the information you need. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our gracious Father. Your kingdom awaits us, Lord, but our relationship is now with you, and I am so thankful for that. I thank you for every church member here. I thank you for the visitors. I thank you that they chose to come into this house for this day, for this reason, and I pray that their hearts are just filled with love and joy because of your presence. I thank you for the path that you've brought each of us down. And I pray that if we are not doing what you wish for us, Lord, what you desire, that if we are pulling away or pushing back, Lord, that you will humble us and set our pride aside and our, and our thoughts and our feelings and let our focus be on your light, Lord. Let us not match the ways of the world and the people around us, but let us match you, Lord, in your light. I pray that over each member today, that they're renewed by the youth, by their commitments and recommitments and that we look at our own lives and see how they shape against your scriptures. Lord, I am so thankful for forgiveness and salvation that I could say it a million times a day and not say it enough. And I pray over us as we worship that that you will bring us together in just this tight knit family, Lord, where we can all worship and lift our voices and our hands and our hearts to you, Lord, and praise for your almighty, almighty God, creator of the universe, master of all things, Lord of our lives, Lord. We love you with all we are because we are yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. As we're entering the Thanksgiving season, are you thankful? What are you thankful for? I I posted something just a few minutes ago on Facebook, asking the folks on Facebook, what are you thankful for? Type it in, let me know. I encourage you to do that right now, okay? What about you? What are you thankful for? What is it? in your life what what is it that we take for granted in life that we that we need to be more thankful for yeah thanksgiving is just a, a several days away a week or two away and um a couple of years ago the uh, as a family gathered around the table they were they were going around the table which is custom for some families to do what are you thankful for and they were naming them you know their thanksgiving uh, you know one after a time and it came around to little Johnny. And little Johnny sat there for a minute and he looked across the table and he said, I sure am thankful I ain't that turkey today. (laughs) We can all have great, good things to be thankful for, right? Uh, Maybe it's your Thanksgiving table. Here's a couple of one-liners for you. Did you hear the turkey got arrested? He was suspected of foul play. If fruit comes on a fruit tree, what does a turkey come from? Poultry. What do you call a sad cranberry? A blueberry. What did the leaf say to the tree? I'm leaving you. If April showers bring May flowers, what do... May flowers bring pilgrims. <laughs> What's the best way to fix a pumpkin, pa- a, a pumpkin, a pumpkin patch? Right? <laughs> and finally, did you hear about the the turkey prom? It was a butterball. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Enough of that. Maybe I'll liven up your Thanksgiving dinner table some too, but. You know, Thanksgiving today, Thanksgiving in our, in our world today, or, or in our country today, it's, it's unique to the United States, but unfortunately, Thanksgiving Day has kind of morphed into a day of, of Christmas parades, hunting, food, football, and, and uh, maybe shopping uh, that afternoon. But in a world where thankfulness has seemed to be lost, Um, It's a day set aside to reflect on the things that we ought to be thankful for. It's a time time when families actually come together and have a meal. That's a unique idea in today's world, unfortunately. And for believers, it's a time to focus on the goodness of God. But as we think about the thankless world that we live in, the very name of the holiday, Thanksgiving, it prompts people to... To think about being thankful. <coughs> it's about being what, what we're thankful for, but the question is to whom are they grateful? You know, we hear people say, I'm thankful for this or I'm thankful for that, but do the people in our world today recognize or give, give credit to who that goodness comes from? And I'm afraid in today's world, that's not the case. All too often people just express their their thankfulness but don't recognize where that gift comes from, that being Almighty God. And when November hits, all the conversations it seems to, to center around people being thankful for, being thankful for this. But the problem is people don't often think about their blessings in life until November when the thought of, of Thanksgiving comes about. And then you start seeing the decorations in the, yeah, the, the fall decorations and stuff in, in the stores and all, then people began to become thankful. And a lot of times, we only express our thankfulness when other people express their thankfulness. I wonder how how much focus or how much emphasis we would put on giving thanks if it weren't, for thanksgiving. For the day of giving thanks. And so maybe in a world where, where, where the thought of, of giving thanks is long since gone, why don't we let's make giving thanks and saying thank you. Let's make that cool again. And saying thank you for everything that we get. And, 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 I, and I believe that when we do that, when we go out of our way to, to tell people thank you, Maybe it's at lunch today. Maybe it's just whatever the situation is. Recognize the idea and the opportunity to give thanks and thanking people for what they do for you. I think when we do that, we'll see that, that heart change in our heart. We'll see an attitude change in our heart and also the hearts of other people. We've become such a rude society. When we begin to show love to other people and showing thankfulness to other people, I think hearts will begin to change. Even in the situation that we're in, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you may think, give thanks in that situation. There was a story of a pastor that... I was in his church, and there's a little 89-year-old woman that came. You know, she was hunched in on a cane, just you know, walking very slowly, coming down the aisle. But she had a brilliant smile on her face. <clears throat> and he, he, the, the, the pastor just stopped and, and asked her, could you explain your, your happiness? And she paused and she said, well, I was just thinking how great this cane is going to look in four or five years when I'm in a wheelchair. You see, what are we thankful for today? Even though it may not be the greatest in the world, that we may think not the greatest in the world, what is it in our life to be thankful for? Somebody came in this morning and and said, man, I'm just glad to get up and get out of here and, and get in here. They said, I just hope my mind came with me. (laughs) But isn't it great to be able to to have the health and the energy and the ability to be able to get up and come in here? You know, Barbara and and, and Herman, uh, man, to see them struggle week in and week out. And they come and, and make their way down the aisle one in a walker, and one in a wheelchair. Man, they they were the ones that had to smile. They were always happy and glad to be here. And the effort that it took for them to, to, to take the ramps off of their van and, and load their chair up and unload it and load it back up and, and all that they had to do to get here to worship Almighty God. And we take the the opportunity for granted, I think, all too often. We are to give thanks in, in all, all of our circumstances. Granted, our, all of our circumstances are not the best in the world right now. There are people here that are struggling in, in a tremendously different ways. But each has their own struggle. And not to give God thanks for that necessarily, for that situation, but to be able to give God thanks in the midst of it. To praise God in the midst of what's going on because He is God and we're not. And so as we prepare for Thanksgiving in the the Thanksgiving season, remember to extend that thankfulness not only today, but in the days to come and to to be thankful for the things that are coming our way. For it is a day to give thanks. Thanksgiving is also a day of family gatherings. (coughs) One of the blessings of Thanksgiving, again, is the ability and the opportunity families have to actually eat together. Today, in this frantic, chaotic pace of 2022, man, fast food and carry-out sales continue to soar. Meals are eaten by by family members one member at a time between 5 o'clock and 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. In between the activities and and the homework. They're eating in the cars, at the ball field, at the dance studios. In a time where fast food reigns the world, Thanksgiving is one day that, that families actually come together and gather around the table of the meal of a table, table at, a, at a meal. Sometimes that happens on Sundays, maybe Sunday lunch. sometimes it's even more rare than that. Those Thanksgiving meals are, are special. What is it about about your Thanksgiving meal? They're often laced with with various different traditions, aren't they? Traditions some that are that are long standing. Maybe it's eating at somebody's house. Every Thanksgiving you go where? Where do you go for Thanksgiving lunch or dinner? Where do you eat? You know, is your Thanksgiving is it a a lunch or a dinner? What kind of activities do you do? Do Does it include a a certain dish? Does everybody have their their favorite dish that everybody brings? Maybe it's a a secret recipe that 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 one person brings that everybody looks forward to. Or is there a, a unique activity on Thanksgiving? I know for me, growing up, me and Daddy would always go hunting. Get up that morning and go hunting. And, and come back and get ready and go to my grandmother's house, you know, for lunch. What is it for you? Today, you know, now a lot of days it's, it's Thursday afternoon to Black Friday or to whatever it is on Thursday afternoon, shopping, midnight shopping, you know. Maybe it's games, whatever it is. There are certain traditions that, are, that, that take place in families. Maybe you want to add to that tradition this year. Maybe, maybe you want to set up a, a selfie spot in, your, in the home somewhere where everybody can take their little family pictures or, or, or maybe do a recipe swap or just take the acting cookbook with you, right? And give it out to people. Maybe it's to read the, the Thanksgiving story about what really happened on that Thanksgiving day. The reason we celebrate Thanksgiving. Or maybe it's like little Johnny's table where everybody goes around and, and names something that they're thankful for. Or maybe it's a notebook that you begin to, to sign the milestones of the year, the things that you're thankful for, for this year, and you carry that notebook from year to year and be able to look back over the years and see all the good things that have happened, all the things that people have been thankful for. Maybe it's bre- making a, a bread blessings where you where you type out promises of God and you slide it inside the dinner rolls where then when everybody opens up their dinner roll they've got a promise from God that they're able to see or, or to read. maybe it's a playing games a minute to win it or playing Thanksgiving trivia, whatever it might be. Those memories will be, you all have those memories with your parents and grandparents. What about our children? What about our grandchildren? Where are their memories going to be set? Make those family gatherings, not just at Thanksgiving, but go out of your way to, to try to eat those meals together. And I know sometimes it just seems impossible. I know a lot of times when the kids were growing up, man, it'd be 9 o'clock, and I'd be about to starve to death, but you know, that's when they all got in from dance or volleyball or whatever it was. We tried to wait. You know, a lot of times we didn't. A lot of times it was coming and going. But try to have that time around the family dinner table. It's a place of great conversation as well. Family gatherings are important. This family gathering, the body of believers is important. It's important that you be here in the house of God, eating on His Word together. And then Thanksgiving is is a time to remember the goodness of God. The actual thought of Thanksgiving began at a time when when the settlers were dearly grateful just to be alive. They were thankful to God for His provisions and for His goodness. There's a legend of the five colonels. You may have heard of that, but legend has it there was a The the harsh winter of 1621, and there were days that only five kernels of corn were given for the day's ration. Can you imagine? That was all there was. It was an extremely difficult time for our forefathers as they broke ground and came into this world for our freedom. Over. 55% Fifty-five percent of the people that arrived on the shores died that year. Think about that: a little over a hundred people, and and those are your close family and friends. And after a year, half of them are gone. So you think about the pilgrims, and and they had left a. the the strong nations of, of Europe for something that was more important than life itself. What was that? It was the freedom to come and worship in a public place. It was the freedom to come and worship the God that they wanted to worship. That was worth their life to publicly worship God and to, and to be able to raise their children to worship God. That was more important to them than life itself. And the opportunity or the thought of dying was okay because they knew they would have the freedom to worship God Almighty. Amen? And praise God, do we take that for granted today? I say we do. How important is it for us today? To come into the house of God and worship freely. We've we've spoken last couple of weeks about some of the the, the hindrances and the the laws and the, the fear that people around the world have when they come into a public place to worship or when they gather to worship even if it's in their own home. And yet we take the opportunity to come into God's house flippantly. We take it for granted. But those who landed on the shores, they were willing to give their life so that we could meet here today. So that we could openly... Proclaim the gospel to a lost world so that we could share the good news with those that are living in darkness. The legend has it that those five kernels were things that they were thankful for. As they looked around, they saw the beauty of the fall and they were thankful for that. You see, sometimes it's those little things that we overlook, isn't it? think about the beautiful leaves turning right now but what happens when later the the leaves fall off and then we complain about having to rake them don't we I do anyway but are we grateful for the shade that the trees provide the beauty that the trees produce in the spring and the fall another kernel represented the love for one another the love that we have as believers, the pilgrims—they were thankful for their, for the love that they had, uh, for for the Indian tribe that, that showed them how to how to survive. They were thankful. They were thankful that, for God's love, and that God cares for them, that God gave His life for them. We're thankful for the for the friends that we have especially those we have in Christ. And then the fifth was they were thankful to be a free people. Even in the harshness of the winter, even in the difficulties of establishing a new society and a new civilization, they were still thankful and happy and grateful to be a free people. Thankfulness, it's said, can be defined as feeling or being happy or grateful because of something or expressing gratitude or appreciation or being conscious of a benefit received. You might say that thankfulness is a soil in which joy thrives because we can't be joy, we can't have joy in our heart if we're not grateful, if we can't show gratefulness to the one who gives it to us. And so this Thanksgiving season, we can give thanks in all circumstances, in all situations, and at all times. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it says, Give thanks in all things, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. All good things, great and small, come from God. James 1.17 says, Everything good, Comes from God. Everything perfect or every perfect gift is from Him. In Psalm 16, 2 it says, I say, to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. Everything comes from God. Psalm 136, verse 1, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Folks, this should be the Christian's attitude every day, <coughs> not just at Thanksgiving. And we're commanded to be thankful. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, it says, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Colossians 3:15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and what? And thankful. Being watchful and thankful. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, Paul describes, he's describing the downfall of humanity and he, 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 he describes what people are going to be like in that day. In verse 3 it says, there will be terrible times in the last days. In verse 2 it says, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, they'll be boastful, they'll be proud, abuseful, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, Brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having any form of of godliness but denying its power, having nothing to do with such people. This is where our world, Paul says, is going. I would say this is where our world is. Would you agree? And they talked about the, in verse two people being ungrateful. Folks, we're living in a world of ungratefulness, a world of, of pride, a world where people are lovers of themselves and money and success, corruption and greed rules today. But you see, when we're grateful people, when we're, we have thanksgiving in our heart, our, 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 our hearts shift from thoughts about ourselves to thoughts about God, who is the giver of all good things. Again, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstance for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Verse 18 says, It's God's will that we give thanks. It's God's will that we give thanks. (coughs) You see, thankfulness and gratitude is always an appropriate response or an appropriate attitude regardless of where we are or what we're going through. But it's that pride in our hearts It's the pride that prevents us from from being truly thankful and grateful for the things that we have, the things that, that we've been blessed with. Because you see, a truly thankful heart only comes when we recognize the generosity from God, when we recognize His goodness and His grace and His mercy. And it's the humble heart that's the grateful heart. You see gratefulness is our declaration to God that we're trusting in him not because of we get anything or everything but because he's worthy of of our praise. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. We sang earlier. What is it you're thankful for? Let me ask you online did you respond? At the bottom of your bulletin there are three lines things that you've taken for granted but things that you're grateful for would you fill in those three and think about what we really are grateful for see we can show our gratitude to God by by giving giving of ourselves of our resources by prayer through praise and and worship, through serving God and serving other people, and and again, focusing on on what we have and not necessarily what we want, what we desire, what we're coveting. Being grateful for the blessings that we have. We can give thanks because God is good. His mercy endures forever. His love endures forever. He is a great God. We can give thanks because He is the giver of eternal life. We give thanks to God because it is good and pleasing to Him when we do so. Giving thanks to God should be a lifestyle for the Christ follower. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. His love endures forever. And He demonstrates His love for us in that He gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross who shed His blood for the forgiveness of our sin so that we could have that everlasting life. Have you chosen Him? You see, it's at the cross that we find grace and mercy and love. It's at the cross that we find strength and eternal life through Christ Jesus. The question from God to you today is, have you humbled yourself and come to the cross? Are you, are you grateful for the cross? Are we living in a, with a thankful attitude? Are we giving thanks in all circumstances, at all times? What is it that you're thankful for? As we sing our hymn of invitation, lift up those thanksgivings to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Almighty God, we are so grateful that You love us the way that You do. That Your love and Your grace and Your mercy, Your faithfulness endures forever. And Father, if we choose You as our Lord and Savior, we will live with You forever. Apart from You, we have nothing and we'll live eternity separated from You. Indeed, God, we have so much, so much to be thankful for. And yet, in our world of greed and power and abundance, Lord, we take so many small things for granted. God, we pray today, God, that you would just open our eyes. Open our hearts, God, and let us us see the small things that we need to be grateful for. The blessings. Oh, it says count your blessings, name them one by one, but we could never do that. For they are far too many. And we thank you for that. And so, Father, hear our humble hearts as we come before you today. However you've spoken to us, God, may we respond to you likewise. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Stand and sing. Man, could I have your attention just a minute? Uh, I've got two friends, Charles and Tressa Nichols. They have come. They've been hanging out around here for a little while now, uh, a number of months. I don't know exactly how long, but we've gotten to, uh, had a chance to get to know them and enjoyed their uh, just hanging out together and, and uh, just becoming good folks. Man, they've jumped right up here on the front row even. How about that? Uh, but they come today. I for membership at New Hope. And uh, they come from Sister Baptist Churches in Tennessee and uh, have moved here. They're living in Blacksburg now and uh, want to get plugged in officially at New Hope. So all in favor say amen. 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 And we're glad that you're here. And I'm going to ask if y'all would uh, to join me at the front door and allow everybody else to extend you the welcome hand of faith here at New Hope. Okay? Praise God.